All right. Good morning, everybody. Happy new week. Hope you're doing amazing. And welcome to another live with Nat and today with Dr. Anne Butcher. Um, where are you currently, Anne, in Australia? Um, I live in Mackay. Yeah. Good morning, oh, everybody. Sorry. Happy oh, there's week. a back. Um, hang on Dr. a second. Anne Butcher. Um, we're having a double up because my my um, my Facebook. Um, I had to shut down Safari. Otherwise, it kind of plays back there. But let's make sure that we are live here on my phone so I can pick up any comments and all that sort of stuff. Yes, we are. Perfect. Excellent. All righty. Good morning, Brenton. Brenton's uh, watching. He's been following my quarantine diaries um, while I've been in hotel quarantine. And it is day 10 of hotel quarantine, you guys. But today we're talking about do more, be more uh, with Dr. Anne Butcher, who is the author of, let me show you her book. I'm sure she's got it there in her hand, uh, but I'll show you a big version on the screen. Um, I ruined my life. Also, they said, it's not what others think uh, you are. So um, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm really, really excited to talk to you this morning. Oh, thank you so much for in, for um, having me and opportunity to talk about my book and what's going on for me. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. So I um, met you, um, I think it was about October uh, 2019 and you yes. were just to come to a physical uh, retreat and you were actually in part of the very first Aussie virtual retreat because that's what how things changed in May 2020, right? Yeah, right, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let me introduce you properly to the guys that are, have joined in the call. And good morning to Tony and Luba. I can see you guys and I can read comments. Now I've worked out this uh, awesome, uh, and Kim, uh, this awesome little trick where I can prop my phone here next to my laptop and literally I can't see any comments on what we're doing here on Zoom, but I can see them scrolling up on my um, my phone here. All right, so let me give you Dr. Ann Butcher's official introduction. Well, Dr. Ann Butcher has overcome significant personal challenges in her early life, which should have set her life trajectory off on a downward spiral. Yet amazingly, she went on to divide the odds to achieve an outstanding academic and professional career in her chosen profession of social work. She's now a recognized leader in her field and has worn many leadership hats from CEO and managing government and non-for-profit organizations throughout her 30-year career. Most recently, she headed up the Mackay Women's and Domestic Violence Service, in which she spearheaded many successful pilots and obtained significant funding to advance the cause of the domestic violence and sexual assault counseling services and women's health and well-being programs. So outside her illustrious career and academic achievements, she has remained committed to supporting women and seeing them rise up to achieve their fullest potential. A published author and event speaker today, she is determined to use her wealth of experience and wisdom gained to inspire women of all ages to be the best they can be in life. Her biographical book, I Ruined My Life, or so they said, tells the tale of a woman who chose not to give up and through dedication, hard work and self-belief achieved greatness she could never have dreamt possible. Her hope is that she can now support other women to become inspired and motivated to achieve their life goals and dreams and achieve more than they ever thought possible. That is amazing. Um, and uh, wow. So tell me a little bit about your background story. Yeah, tell us about maybe how long were you thinking about writing a book and what prompted you? Like, you know, where, where did, did this passion for it come from? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, as, as you read out, like the, there's been a lot of things that have happened in my earlier life, which, which um, <clears throat> probably, you know, 
probably meant I shouldn't have um, moved on to um, study and, and to, you know, work through the career and the um, career and academic highlights that I have. Mm. So because family and friends who've known my life story knew about, um, you know, where I came from and what I've been able to do in my life, they've said, you know, you should really write a book about that because that might be really helpful to, to others to see that you can actually, um, you know, get ahead and you don't need to let, you know, things that happen earlier in your life really dictate what your life's going to be in the end. So um, it was really, it, I was really encouraged by close friends and family to write a book. So that kind of um, went around in my head for a long time thinking, oh my goodness, who'd want to know about my life, you know, and and yeah. kind of having to get past that. So um, probably for about 15 years, I think, um, wow. it kind of swirled around in my head until mm -hmm. I saw your workshop being advertised. Yeah. And, and I still had that idea in my head and I thought, I'll just go along and find out about, find out a bit more about, you know, writing a book about my, my life story. And that's kind of, yeah, that was the process really. And your book's been out, what, about seven, eight or months? Or mm, yep. coming up to a year? Yeah, coming up for a year in October. So in October last year was the official launch uh, in yep. Mackay. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's been out and um, it's, it's, you know, I've sold hundreds of copies, which is wonderful. Um, yep. It was great to hit the number one Amazon bestseller um, yeah. label for the for the book yeah. as well. Yeah, um, yeah. and um, and as a result of the book, um, I've been invited to you know get to be a guest speaker at different events, particularly on International Women's Day and um, at, you know paid speaking events. So that's kind of wonderful. been what been wonderful. Yeah, I know because one of the things you wanted to do is um, get more speaking and get out there because you. Um, if we can use the word retired from your official, um, you know, career yeah. um, and you've wanted to transition to something that you're really passionate about and that is helping other women, yeah? Definitely, definitely. So retired from my full-time, you know, daytime paid job, which I loved, but um, I'm really looking forward to doing whatever I can to help other women sort of achieve their life dreams and goals, yeah. Yeah, so let's move on to talking about life goals. <laughs> You talk about the importance of them and um, you, um, uh, you work with clients where you help them do this. So talk to me about, you know, how do you set your own life goals and how do we, you know, ourselves, like what, what, what is your recipe for success, if you know what I mean? Well, do you know, I've worked with so many women and, you, you know, you talk to them about life goals and so for some of them, it's just getting through it each day, you know, like, <laughs> and they can't think beyond that. But what I try to encourage people, women or people and men as well I've been counseled men but what you try to encourage them to do is to think about if there were no barriers if there were no constraints if there were no say financial difficulties if there was no um, no one telling you you shouldn't do this or you can't do this if there was no kind of no one stopping you from doing it and you could just had free reign yeah what is it what is it you would love to do or um is this yeah what would you love to do what would you love to be is there a, is there a role is there a is there something you'd love to do and to try and tap into whatever that deep-seated wish desire dream goal is mm -hmm. and once that's been identified it's like okay so that's what you'd really love to do if there were no barriers mm -hmm. now let's think about how can we help you achieve that you know so yeah. that's that's kind of the starting point yeah. um and you know, it doesn't have to be a uh, it doesn't have to be a really big goal. It doesn't have to be. It might just be my goal is to um, you know to to 
do a particular have a particular role you know it might be to to get a particular job it might it might be about studying or doing something like that but it doesn't have to be Um, it might be about being the best mum I can be or best dad I can be and then looking at what what are the parenting classes and skills that might be able to assist so it's it's really broad there's no no one defines you know what other people's goals are they do that's true and can I ask this question though a lot of the time I read lots of books and have been to a lot of seminars and have studied from a lot of mentors and a lot of the time it's I have found that not many people know what they want you know sometimes like if you say what do you want or what what do you want to get out of life or your health or whatever they they find it really hard to articulate. Do you find that with people? Oh, definitely, definitely. And it's kind of like people don't know what they don't know, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So they'll think, well, I don't really know what I want to do because I don't really know what the options or the possibilities are. Yes. So so the starting point is often to help them think about the options and possibilities. Um, and it might be about taking them through a process of like, so think about different parts of your life. Think about if you're um, in, in, in your current job, do you, do you love your current job? Are you really happy there? Um, or, or if you're a stay-at-home um, mum or dad, um, do you love that? And if you do, that's great. Yep. Or, or is it something else you'd be like? So you sort of start where they're at in life, yep. whatever it is they're doing, and ask them, do they love it? Is it what they always want to do? Have they found their passion already? Or is there something more? And if it is, what 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 would that look like? And so it's incremental steps sometimes to help people reach the point of thinking, oh, if I could really think big picture, what, what would that be, you know? So, it's often they don't allow themselves to think. Sometimes they think that's not, you know, maybe I'm wanting too much or maybe it's being self Yes, and sometimes they think I'm not worthy, you know, like, like oh, no, I couldn't do that, you know, like when, when really they've got the ability and they've got, They've got what they need. They just don't believe in themselves that they can do um, because yeah. probably because it's what they've perhaps been told all their life or what, what messages they've heard that they're not, they, they can't do that, they're not good enough. Um, and so part of the working with a person is to help them to see that they are, uh, they do have the abilities and they are good enough and they are worthy enough. And sort of um, building confidence and self-esteem is a big part of the process of helping someone. Mm. Yeah. What did you do for yourself? Because you have a a real, like, you know, zero to hero story, which is what your whole book is about. What are some of the things that you did to to build your self-worth and, you know, get to be the person you are and achieve all these amazing things that we we kind of introduced you with? (laughs) Yeah. Look, I um, I was really fortunate uh, in my life. I had an amazing mother, and I think that helps to have at least one parent who's an amazing person. She's a very strong woman, and I think I got a lot of my strength and resilience from her. But um, it's in saying that, you know, I still went through really difficult times in my childhood, in my adolescence, and what got me through those times were really key people in my life. So. Um, apart from my mother, um, there's like a key teacher who was someone who yeah. was really encouraging. Um, when I, when I, people I met, people who encouraged me, who said, you, you know, you should write a book, for example, or, um, yeah. oh, how, did you know about this particular um, course? If I, if I had a conversation and said, oh, I always thought, you know, I'd like to do some study, but, you know, I only went to grade year 10 and um, I didn't do, didn't finish, you know, year 12 and people said, oh, but do you know, do you know that you can go to university as a mature age student? I said, no, I didn't know that. And so there was always someone who was able to 
point me in the right direction and say, oh, yes, well, you can, and this is the information, and here's the person to contact, and then I would follow up. And that was kind of the journey. You know, I got to university, and then I met these amazingly encouraging, you know, lecturers and people who just encouraged me and said, oh, you know, when you finish one course, have you thought about doing your honours? Have you thought about doing your master's? And I would never have thought about doing those things ever Mm -hmm. and then because they believed in me or sensed that I could do this that I actually um, took my belief in me from them and I thought you know what if they think I can do this then maybe I actually can do this and so I'll, I'll give it a go and in my book I talk about taking a leap of faith as being so important Yep. Um, to, to get ahead and so you know sometimes you take a really deep breath and go like I don't really know if I can do this but they seem to think that I can and I really respect and trust their opinion so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that leap of faith I'm gonna step out of my comfort zone and give it a go and I, and yep. every time I did that I was amazed that I could actually achieve what they were telling me I could achieve yeah. yeah yeah often other people see more in us than we see in ourselves like um I remember when starting out my business I was just like oh you know getting out there and they go of course you're going to be successful all of these other things that you do you do well and you succeed at why wouldn't you like this is just your personality you know <laughs> they could see that but it's scary for the self you know to to really back yourself yeah so this is where you talk about you know knowing how to find a person that's going to achieve your goals so how do we go about doing that in life like how to you know I know sometimes when the student's ready the teacher shows up I'm a very big believer in that but how can someone more actively look out for those that can help them achieve their goals okay yeah like I totally agree with you sometimes when you're ready that people will just appear you know but um you know the way to do to to find someone is to have an idea of obviously what your goal is and then to start to do some searching maybe on the internet or looking for a life uh, I find mentors coaches life coaches people that can actually get the journey help you to get the journey started for yourself and then they will point you in the right direction and they may be the the starting point you know and then you then you might then go on to um, other other people other mentors other coaches because you're growing and developing all the time and you might outgrow that particular coach you know but I have found having a mentor or a coach uh essential really um in my career in in my career I worked in government for like 23 years and um I I had um, mentors who um who really supported and, and encouraged and nurtured and helped me to develop to move up the ladder into those senior executive positions and roles and Look, to be honest, I don't think there's very few people who can just do that without having that sort of um, mentorship along their journey. Yeah, so that's really the way to do it, I think. And that's part of what I've picked up then is is in, in my what I'm doing now is picking up that supporting and life coaching of others as well. Yeah, so that's what you do. I mean, you know, you've you've got such a wealth of experience and wisdom that I think and life experience that you can see where people might not be on the right path or just ask them the right questions and help them discover you know what you know kind of that they feel lost in or where they feel stuck right yeah yeah so help them to find what it is for themselves you know that they want that they want for themselves so it's the role is one of a a facilitator really you're not telling people what they need to do but you're helping to facilitate them to find that for themselves and then to support them on that journey 
And I think having a coach or a mentor, not just to ask you the right questions, I think it puts a rocket up your bum to take action. <laughs> it does now, you know, you really, and look, what's the point of, of having a mentor or a coach if they're not going to challenge you? I mean, they yeah. have to challenge you. They have to stretch you. They have to challenge your your fundamental beliefs and, um, and from the point of view of helping you to question them for yourself so yeah. that you can um, you can decide you know things that you firmly believe in or things that you're holding on to because they what they're just what you've always been brought up to believe or brought up about even if it's about yourself self-beliefs yeah. you know so yeah. that's a, cru- a crucial part a critical part of being a mentor or a coach is really helping people to dig deep yeah and to, and to cha- challenge themselves yeah and not uh, like uh, the role of a coach and a mentor is also not to buy into other people's beliefs or excuses or limitations that they see for themselves. I mean, the reason I have a personal trainer is not because I don't know how to exercise or do all of those things. I have it because she'll always push me, you know, that's 20% harder than I would ever push myself, you know, when I'm doing it on my own. And I think that's the same thing in any area you're trying to achieve anything. I know throughout, you know, the time, 11 years, I've been investing in mentors and coaches and all that sort of stuff. I know the uh, the periods I have mentors and coaches, there's significant, huge growth and shifts in beliefs and all that sort of stuff. And then periods when I don't, you know, I kind of go into a more of a comfort zone. And sometimes we need those rest, rest periods before we grow again. You know, that's normal, right? Definitely, definitely. And, and that's what I always say to, you know, other people I've worked with, you know, it's wonderful, you know, set a goal, work so hard, yeah. work so hard to achieve that goal. But when you yeah. get to achieve that goal, then you have a rest and yeah. you, ce- you celebrate that goal and yeah. you have a rest. And while you're having a rest, you're sort of starting to think about what next what yeah you know so we never stop do it it is not gonna be this is the final goal that's it i'm done <laughs> no, no. so my belief is that we never stop learning um mm. and 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 we can never stop uh challenging ourselves and we can never stop um making life exciting because of that because so you set new goals and yep. um it's a bit like me with retiring from full-time paid work it's like okay now i've set myself some goals about what I want to do now, which is really um, the public event speaking and the coaching and um, and and helping others to really achieve their goals, because that's really very fulfilling for me, you know, to mm-hmm. see people, particularly women get, and girls, get ahead. Yeah. 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 Well, now it's about Dr. Andy Entrepreneur. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> just just because that was full time paid work, that doesn't mean this this new and can have like um, more than full-time paid work, like, you know, through, you know, it can be very lucrative when you are speaking and you are helping other people, you know, and you're building something for yourself, you know, like, it, and it's very rewarding because you're, everything is in your own hands. Yeah, exactly. It is really rewarding. And, you know, just earlier this year, um, because I live in Mackay, which is near the coal mining communities, you know, one of the coal mining companies invited me to the International Women's Day event um, in that little mining yeah. community. Yep. And, um, and you know, they said, we would like to pay you as an event speaker and we would like to buy 80 of your books. So yep. they bought 80 books and they, um, they handed out like uh, gift packs to everyone who attended and it was filled with other other nice bits and pieces yeah. as well. But everyone got a free copy of my book and they paid me to speak. And I thought, wow, isn't this amazing? Like a whole new new way of, um, you know, doing something I love yep. and, and, you know, getting paid for it. It's so, it's lovely. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's amazing. And it wasn't a free copy of your book because they bought it off you. It's just well, that's participants, true. the participants that got there a goodie, a goodie bag, which is awesome. So let's talk about resilience. You know, you say never give up until you succeed. You know, we, um, of course, on a journey to achieving a goal, there's going to be mess, right? <laughs> mess. Yeah. Like they say, it's not a straight line. It's this goal no. that gets you there. So what, did, what are the things, like what are maybe two or three things that you always tap back into for yourself in moments of going, oh, maybe I was never meant to achieve this goal. You know, when you get down about yourself, what are some of the things you tell your clients or that you yeah. do for yourself in your mind? Well, I think exactly what you said, that this journey is like, I think of it as like waves. You know, you're in highs and lows, highs and lows. It's like waves and that's normal. So I know, I, I help people understand this is normal part of the process and normalize it for them um and when they're feeling like that that's when they need that additional support and help them to say okay so what's the one next thing you need to do just focus on the one next thing don't focus on the whole end the whole end process to the yeah. very end just focus on what's the next thing and then that's the time when your support person your mentor is is critical to help you take that next step and um, I often ask people to visualize themselves at the end, yeah. at the end, you know, so imagine when you're actually there and you're holding your book in your hand or imagine when you finish that course and you're graduating or imagine when you've got that job, your, your dream job, um, yeah. visualize it and put yourself there and say, so isn't that working for and to help them to help to re-motivate them and re-energize them again. Um, yeah. And, and help them to believe in themselves that they can do it because it's at those times when they think, oh, this is too hard, I, I, you know, I can't do this. And you're like, no, you can do it. And you're like, you know, a third of the way through, half you're halfway through already or you're, you know, help them to see how far they've come. Yeah. Um, and then they go, oh, that's true, I have, yeah. So it's that encouragement and support. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love the just think on the next thing because a lot of us can get ahead of ourselves and in writing books, which is this journey that you and I have been on. Um, and I've got here Wanda who's on, she said, good morning, Dr. Anne. Thank you for sharing insightful information, setting goals. Well, Wanda's coming to her this next retreat in November. And that's the one thing I say to my authors who are just starting out, just do the next sort of breadcrumb we lay in front of you. Just pick that up and just do that, those tasks. You don't need yep. to look at the whole journey because the journey has a lot of detail, um, you know, and that's all you need to focus on. That's why you have hired us as your coaches and mentors is to give you the smaller chunks on this big elephant that is writing your book, you know, so yep. you, eat, you know, take them one at a time. I think that's the, the best thing to pull yourself out. I know when I get into overwhelm or what's going to happen or think two, 12 months ahead of time or I'm setting a whole annual calendar, I kind of go, oh my gosh, too much, too much. And then I go, just today, whatever the next thing is, to now, right now we're doing the live with Anne. And then the next yeah. thing is, you know, so that's, I think, very, very good. It's just, we need to remind ourselves to do that, right? Oh, definitely. And, you know, when I was doing my doctorate, my, my PhD, I had a whiteboard in front of my desk and on the whiteboard I had, you know, how do you eat an elephant? Like one yeah. bite at a time. Yeah. And, and that, you know, is a bit of a motto for me. It's just like, don't, don't get ahead of yourself. Just one, one day at a time, one step at a time. And um, because otherwise it's overwhelming, it can be overwhelming and, and then you do nothing because it's too overwhelming. So yeah. 
Yeah. What is the analysis paralysis? <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> don't do anything at all. I, I, I love consistency. I'd rather I'll, I'll say if, if there was a big goal or something that I want to create or whatever, I'll go, okay, half an hour on this every day. But as long yeah. as I'm consistent, at the end of like two weeks, I will have done such a significant amount of work. I always have found like as long as I'm consistent, if I want to achieve something, I'll I'll don't have to, um, I guess, put my life on hold for it. This is yeah. what I say about writing a book. I often say to my authors, two hours twice a week, but as long as you do them consistently, not two hours twice a week this week and then in four weeks time again, you know, yeah. that's not going to get you there. So. Yeah. I love that. So how did you approach your journey of writing a book? Tell me a little bit about it because you ended up being virtual and, and you're one of, I remember quieter students just chipping away at stuff in the background, listening, but doing like, you know, like you say, do more, be more, um, yeah. you know, tell me a little bit about yeah. the process and the journey you underwent when did you yeah, did well, your book. Oh, I felt like I was a little bit of a sponge now. I was really listening to everything you were saying and taking notes and taking it in, you know, and uh, listening to the questions of other students and asking when I wanted to, you know, but I really just valued just everything you were, all the information you were sharing with us. The thing for me with the process of the book writing that just made me, there were actually two things that made me think, oh, I can do this, you know, probably in a very overly confident way when I think back on it now, but going to your half-day workshop, and you explaining the process to us about how you how you you know in forty eight hours how you can actually write a book we'll get or get it out of you at least you know yeah. um, and at the very end of that workshop I thought oh I can see this I can see this is this is actually really achievable like I could you yeah. know you really really convinced me this is so achievable I can do this so that's what led me then to to you know sign up with you and then um and then you know in working with with uh, Stuart and yourself um and breaking it down to and having written you know done study and written so many thousand yeah. word assignments when Stuart said look you're really looking at um about three thousand words a chapter and I thought three thousand words a chapter that's, <laughs> like, that's like one assignment like three thousand a chapter is like an assignment in, in that's how I um related to it. yeah from, from my study that I'd done and um I thought oh that is so achievable I can do that you know so I think it's about finding a way that breaks it down that you go yeah I can do that so I totally agree with you. I think consistency, two hours, like you're, you're recommending two hours a week, twice a week. Absolutely. Yeah, I think just consistency, break it down. Um, and I think your process, your, your whole process is so you, so, so helpful to students. Um, you know, thinking about even like sexy book chapter titles and, um, um, and you know, Lindy and Vivi and Julie and all the staff, you know, been were so helpful. Nothing was ever too much trouble, no mm. matter who I contacted with a question. I was always responded to really quickly. Mm. I really felt well, I really felt that I got great service and therefore great value for, for the money that I'd outlaid in this process. And even all the follow-up and lifelong access to masterclasses and like it's yeah, just yeah. amazing. Yeah, I found that really helpful. And I have recommended, and you know, I've recommended um, yeah. to other to friends and colleagues who some of them who actually have finished their books. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Amanda was from you, wasn't she? Dr. Amanda, yeah. And I've got yeah. another friend who's who's really keen yeah, as well. So I have no hesitation in recommending, um, mm -hmm. you know, that they get in touch with you and go to the half day workshop and look into it the, for themselves. And yeah, because I found it to be yeah. such a great process. Yeah. 
Yeah, and we've loved obviously helping you. And, you know, I always say, um, you know, the students who follow the recipe and the work, you know, they'll get the results. And I'm so delighted to get an update on what you've been doing in the speaking gigs and all that sort of stuff. And thank you. There's been a couple of comments from Luba and, and Kim. Luba, I need to interview you. You better apply <laughs> to, you know, because she's also writing her second book and Kim's doing her second book as well, which I'm going to interview her, you know. And so uh, is there actually another book on the horizon at some point? Well, you know, I, I would love to write another book and I've really been thinking about it mm. and I've been kind of working through in my mind what, what, what I would write about, you know. Well, like, can I give you an idea? Like everything we've spoken about today, what you brought, because your, your first book is your autobiographical book, right? Yeah, and yeah. the second book ideally should be your framework of how you help people through your coaching because, of course, you've got your own way of how you would encourage people to set goals and achieve them and, you know, um, the mindset and the resilience behind that. So perhaps it needs to be that particular framework because you're looking at at helping people further through your coaching. So it's more like the how-to aspect behind the, now the backstory, which was your first book. Yeah, and, you know, I speak about this because I just know it and sometimes it's kind of like the bleeding obvious that you don't even see that you could write about, you know? Hmm. So, um, yeah, you're right. I could write about that. And I would love to write another book because I, I thoroughly enjoyed the whole process. Yeah. I really yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I, I think it's just a natural next thing. It just, I know a lot of people first start off with me writing their life story, like Julie Fisher, who wrote about her son with Down syndrome, which was really the autobiographical story. And yeah. then now she's written The Magic of Inclusion, which is more of a framework around inclusion with people with disability and all that sort of stuff, which is more so that a how to. And you would have seen her. I don't know if you saw, but she was on the Channel 9 News last night about you know as um you know and she was there with her books and all that sort of stuff so yeah absolutely well um you know where can people let me show the book one more time on my screen here on your screen yeah you guys um so this is dr ann's book i ruined my life or say they also they said it's not what um others think you are and she's got a really easy to remember website it's drannbutcher.com right yep so easy yep. <laughs> super easy i love easy websites because you can just say them and people can just go in and 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 is spelled normal and butcher is spelled normal as well yeah. <laughs> so com, and of course it is also available on all your good online stores um like amazon and all or just just look her up and yeah. um yeah. you'll find it but um and look, it's on my I, facebook page too now it's on my um dr yeah. ann butcher dr ann butcher facebook page as well yeah look at her all organized well this week <laughs> is actually our speak for profit masterclass and um and that's one you know it's good probably to revisit if you've got some time we've got another guest special guest speaker that's coming to talk um sam cawthorn which um which is you know just someone different to bring and share some value with with our audience so um everyone's saying thank you so much um writing books about the bleeding obvious <laughs> kim is just saying there and um yeah i just um oh, there's a few comments to so go off and reply to some of the people there Thank you so much uh, for giving up your time um, today. Good luck with um, with all the future endeavors, and I'm um, you know uh, I, I hope to see you speaking on lots of other stages and maybe even traveling the world once we can. Doing I that. would love I would love to look. Thank you so much, Nat, for giving my me pleasure. the opportunity to come on and just talk to you about you know my book and my story and what I'm doing, and I just really appreciate it. And I you know just really recommend um, Ultimate Forty Eight, our author, to anyone who's 
you know, thinking about writing a book, mm -hmm. I'd just say do it. It's been a wonderful oh. process. Thank you. Thank you. And guys, go and take some of the tips from today and put them into action. You have, if you haven't taken time to set some life goals of late, maybe do an audit on your life uh, this week and just set some new intentions uh, because that's what gives us purpose and keeps us going throughout life. So have an amazing week and smash it out. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>